Welcome to Mountain Mama Misadventures, stories of mishap and adventure from women adventurers. Every woman has a story she can share from the zany to the inspirational. Brought to you by Mountain Mamas, a nonprofit women's adventure organization. Women empowering women to adventure. My name is Emily Hatkin. <laughs> and I'm Deborah Moore. <laughs> and we are your hosts. Yeah, we've only been doing this for a while. I don't Every know. once in a while we forget our own names. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Today we have Marilyn returning back, our sister who we love and adore. She, You should know that when we asked her to come, she wrote down like 30 awesome misadventures or more that she's had. So uh, (laughs) maybe our our past lives have been fraught with peril and our chill childhood. But she has had an adventurous past and we just love her so much. Um, She's uh, currently living in Springville, was born in West Valley. She's been married to her hubby for 18 years, has a boy and a girl and a cutest dog ever. It's a poodle mix. And who, um, who got, I think, more Christmas cards than oh, you guys, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she typically gets like 100 to 200 each season. Just for the oh, dog. Oh, yeah. She gets, she gets a lot of Christmas cards. Her dog has a huge <laughs> fan base. <laughs> and then Marilyn uh, her, uh, is currently the co-founder of Mountain Mamas, helps with a lot of other nonprofits. And then you had a fun fact I, you wanted to share. Yeah. So I'm married to my husband um, in part because... My father uses hiking to weed out potential suitors for his daughters, <laughs> and my husband barely passed. <laughs> oh, I was on that same hike. It was Twin Peaks in Salt Lake City, and my boyfriend did not pass. Nope. <laughs> Corey, if you're out there. <laughs> we won't say last names, but you know who you are. <laughs> Poor guy. It was brutal. <laughs> and my husband wanted to quit at the saddle. He was like, I'm done. Because my dad can be a bit, well, he is the bionic man. That's what we call him. He's very um, dynamic. Yes. And my husband was like, "Do I, I'll just stay at the saddle. You and you have some, some father-daughter time at, at the top. And I look at him and I'm like, you don't understand, do you? <laughs> that is not what this hike is actually about. <laughs> he knows we can make it, but can you? <laughs> and my husband looked in my eyes, my now husband, and he believed me and he, he, he pulled up everything he could and he got to the top. And so we are married. And now you're married. <laughs> <laughs> there were other variables. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my so, gosh, I had no idea about that. So today you are going to share some thoughts about, um, and this is a classic. We just Yellowstone is only six hours from where we are all located, so it's an easy place to get to for a stomping ground. So yes, take it away, Marilyn. All right. So I think as women, we are we love the outdoors. That's our joy. And I think we identify in that realm. And then things change in our lives and transitions happen and we can lose that joy or lose parts of who we are and we we don't want that to happen or we find it again. And that's a really awesome thing about Mountain Mamas and I love meeting women one-on-one and discovering that and, and seeing them rediscover passion. So one of the big transitions for me was... Um, being a young mom and having a baby. Um, And immediately your world gets very, very small and you're not 
adventure central and you're not party time you all the time and you yeah it just you are keeping a human being alive and you can't believe how labor intensive that is prior to having this human being keeping a person alive you were an expert at doing it and why wasn't everyone else like (laughs) pulling themselves together parenting is so easy when you're single (laughs) so so single emily um approaches uh myself her sister who has my first my first baby my little boy um along with her best friend Aaron who also um has a baby the exact same age as mine they were goodness they were maybe 7 months old i believe and Emily she's single so she's still full of the joy and the adventure and she <laughs> sees it in us um invites us to go camping in Yellowstone so awesome because in my mind i'm young and fun and adventurous and i what a baby is not going to hold me back a man won't hold me back and i can do anything that i want to and a baby will hold me back and i can be everything <laughs> and so i say yes now this camp out is not at the lodge knowing emily you know it's camping camping and this camping camping is backcountry camping backcountry camping because we are that cheap because they're free <laughs> which which is no big deal emily said eight times <laughs> um yeah and so that means great big old packs with all of our stuff and it's not that far and it's not that long and it's winter <laughs> and babies love it it's fun it was like fall wasn't it fall i feel like it was fall <laughs> i feel like from the pictures it was like it was right in it between it was cool <laughs> Probably cooler than a baby. And then, and the trail, it was a 0.5 miles, but that is forever when you have a baby and 30 pounds of gear. Yeah. It actually seemed like it was, and it truthfully, like, what we didn't die. It was fine. <laughs> but it was the winter. I love I, that that's your premise. I remember better. Maybe not better. I remember, um, well, I, I, I feel like I remember, you know, it was go and see the baby animals, they said, and go see the wonders of the elk, they said. Um, and we got there and there was so much snow. <gasps> no, it was in the spring. That's what it was. It was in May. Yeah. That's when we always go to see baby animals yes. and it had a bad winter. And so mm. there still was snow. And the backcountry site was Ice Lake because it's smack dab in the middle of the park. So we were like perfect location for all things you need to see in Yellowstone. But I think the park had just opened the West Yellowstone entrance and it was cold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it had opened like <clears throat> two seconds ago and nobody in their right mind, even the crazies that follow the, you know, nobody was up there. Not even the <laughs> Rangers. Nobody, it wouldn't make any sense to be there. And it was, it was January depth in May of snow. And so we drive, um, up and we're hiking in like emily said and emily has all this wilderness knowledge that we just sit back and glean of course and she's telling us you know this is what you'll need for your pack check um we're since we're backcountry packing backpacking there's going to be a lot of wildlife around so here's bells for each of your backpacks 
And what we need to do is we need to just talk and be loud because there could be chipmunks or squirrels or bears or wolves or whatever. <laughs> and here I am just like clutching my tiny infant to my bosom <laughs> and kind of regretting for how deep and dark and snow and nobody is out there. You know, I imagine like, yes, we were backcountry, but it was such a short hike. We would see other people and there, no, there was nobody up there. Uh, so we hike in and we're getting camp ready. And Emily's like, so just her sing song, smiley voice. Um, so just another bear tip is we're going to tie all our, you know, we're, I think we, I think we left everything, most everything that had a scent back at the car. Um, but even when you brush your teeth, even that, when you, you can't, you can't spit it out, not even on the ground, not anywhere, not away from camp, not anywhere. Like even this, I just remember that, like being so shocked, even the smell of your minty fresh breath will bring carnivores <laughs> to chew up your body dead. <laughs> and so, and here I, like, I remember we were quite careful with our food. And so I my, I was feeling calm about that. I, you know, we didn't have those kind of scents at all. We certainly didn't in the tent. But my body has two, <laughs> two areas on it where food is actively coming out. <laughs> I am still breastfeeding. <laughs> ah! um, and I think I'd wanted to bring formula, but it was going to freeze. And then there would be that scent beside. So it's nighttime and it's getting darker. And there's just something about dark. I don't care like how brave and you're not afraid. Like there, we've all been in situations where it is worsened, heightened, worsened by dark. It just is. Well, you're, I've, I've heard things about like how your sense is actually heightened because of survival and everything when it's dark. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like at night, your, your senses are actually more heightened for survival. So maybe I was super hero, heightened senses. But I, it still had to do, deal with proximity because by proximity, I mean, as Aaron and I are trying to get our little boys who, again, like seven months old babies to sleep. And I'm like terrified by the smell of their diaper. Like uh -huh. what's going to, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're trying to get our babies to sleep. And again, knowing that nobody, nobody, nobody's around. Um, I am feeding my baby and I hear... And then more, more voices. And Aaron and I, our faces just become like ghost white discs, you know, just terrified looking at each other. And we hear, we hear all these wolves. We just, we hear all these wolves and they are close by. And, and Emily's like, it's fine. They're in their pack with their family. And. They're going to do both things and they don't care and, you know, whatever. But we, it's been a long winter. Food is the maximum scarce in April, May, right? Like, that's a thing. That's a fact. I'm not making this up in my crazy, I'm in the dark mind. That's a real thing. And we are, I mean, there's no footprints when we were hiking into Ice Lake. Like we were it. We were the, the one game in town for a long time. Um, and again, we hear these wolves. And 
Aaron and I just look at each other and we just, you know, do like some calm breathing. And my baby is staying quiet, but Aaron starts to like make sounds and starts to cry. And I'm like, your baby is going to be what makes me wolf meat. And my infant child, this is my first child. Like I have one to get it right. And I'm already going to botch it on the first try because of your baby cry. So, you know, and then my, my kid starts, she calms hers down. And then mine starts to make noises. And we're still hearing the, you know, and it is, it's not, it's not next door to us. It's not two feet away, but it's not nothing like. We can hear it and it's, you know, anyway, we know it's in proximity. So Aaron and I look at each other. We start to breathe deeply. We start to calm each other. We start to talk, like softly, softly talk it out. Um, We start to sing some songs like very, and, and it's also for, it's, we need to calm our physical bodies to calm their physical bodies. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to just, we can't have these babies like screaming all night Um, we need everything to be calm. And so we had this scary dark night situation where we were slowly helping and talking each other and doing what we could and for the babies out of this trauma situation. We make it through the night. I'm still alive. (laughs) And in the morning we get out and we're, um, looking, checking out camp and we walk around and snow tells you everything that's been around you. And the perimeter of camp has big old bear paw marks <laughs> all around our camp. Whoa. So the wolves didn't come, uh, you know, but the, this for sure and certain, it was black bear that had walked around the perimeter of our camp. To Emily's credit, they didn't come right up where... You know, like I didn't spit out my toothpaste, so they didn't come like right up in our business and they didn't come, you know, mess around with anything. It was just it was close to our perimeter camp, but it was definitely there. Um, And it was just a very like somber feeling. I remember that morning and walking out of camp, but it got me through that situation to be able to um, be with people, but also to like talk through it. And sing through it in in hard and scary situations. And I've had that too before with people in in dark night. And I know you have too. And how you can help each other. How it's so much easier to help each other than to be alone. And I think that's such a valuable lesson. Be it you've been through trauma. Be it um, a child that's been through trauma. That you don't bottle it up and go at it alone. But that you um, find opportunities to... Um, just in small little bits, talk about it, make it a real thing, sing it through and, and um, be there for each other. And I love that about mountain mamas that I meet these women that um, can have had not exact, but similar experiences and can empathize and can help each other. And there's something about our activities, how you are with a group of women, um, a group that you go through and maybe it's not the easiest thing you've ever done, but that you go through and you get through it and it's easier because you have each other. Amen. Yeah. Thank you so much, Marilyn, for sharing your stories with us today. And to hear more inspiring stories from women like Marilyn, don't forget to subscribe, whether this is Apple, Spotify, Google Play, any of the things, so that you get them every week. And also, if you haven't already, if you can leave 
a review and some stars on there. We would really, it. really appreciate Just it. Just say it's nice. I like it. I it's, want my friends to listen. It's free. <laughs> we don't have like, you know, I be, um, it just really helps the podcast and get more women aware and hopefully inspiring more women to get out into nature as well. And then you can also check out the website, dub, 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 dot. Who does that? <laughs> old people like me. <laughs> M-T-M-A-M-A-S dot org to check out different activities, um, things like that. Um, the whole new year is coming up pretty soon as far as when um, that annual fee for anybody in Mountain Mamas is coming up to cover basically insurance and fun activities. So awesome. Awesome. And I do have to concur with Debbie that Marilyn, thank you. Like, I just love your stories. <laughs> I feel like I'm a better person when I hear your stories. And I'm yes. And I, I feel like there was some purpose behind our craziness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Always. Yay. I'm glad, I had no idea. It was so traumatizing. You know, that's me being a single person. I had no idea. It was so traumatizing. <laughs> I was like, wow, that was an adventure game. You guys got to see wildlife. <laughs> anyway, so I'm glad. I'm so glad. Everything's okay. And that's it um, for today's adventure. And I just want to say it's so fun to be here with my sisters. It's Yay. true. Yes, <laughs> I love it. Sisters, sisters, there we go. Such devoted sisters. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for today's adventure. And join us next time. And as always, remember... A woman's place is in the mountains. Ow!